It, it's just like, you know, one day, you know, a little boy just wrote to Santa Claus saying, you know, please send me a sister, and Santa Claus wrote him back saying, okay, send me your mother. What is happening? What are you... <laughs> it's all good. I'm emotionally constipated. I just haven't given a shit in days. No, it's what... Are, did you find these online, or do you just know them off the top of your head? Maybe off the top of my head? God, there's something wrong with you. There's a lot of things wrong with me. Fair. Autism's <laughs> one of them. Uh... This is already off to a bad start. Yeah, I'm, is... I'm also kind of drunk. So like, <laughs> this is... I got home and I drank like after that and there was a lot of booze. In there. <laughs> I mean, the good thing about drinking from or getting moonshine and finishing it is you get a nice glass afterwards. I think that's like my favorite thing about it. Especially like old smoky stuff because... I like the narrow mouth. I don't like the wide mouth stuff. It just, it runs out. No, oh, no, I'm also a pretty big fan of uh, Sugarland. I like their jars. Wait, is that the one that we always, yeah, that is a really fun show? Yeah, like the 13 half shots and they make, they like crack jokes all the time. Yeah, it's the they one with the, the circles, right? Yeah, they have like the PB&J shots. And yeah, stuff. and Old Smokey, that was the other Old ones Smokey's with like. the one that has like more of like the pure like distilled corn. Like the patio whiskey. looking one or whatever. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. It's kind of the, pat. well there's two of them. There's the patio one and then there's the one next to the jerky shop. But that one's the whiskey shop, isn't it? They both serve the same stuff. There's one that have, they have the with they have the uh, moonshine shop and then the moonshine shops and they have a wine shop, also. Okay. Uh, uh, oh shit! There's whiskey. Uh, it's <laughs> been about like two weeks since I've drank straight liquor. Just it's been about. I also forgot Maker, Maker, Maker's is very dry. Like yeah, very dry. Maker's was just has very yeah. it's very spicy notes and. It's actually one of my favorite things that I enjoyed was going to that distillery, doing the uh, bourbon trails. I told my mom I want to do that for my 25th, but also, too, like, she's not invited. I mean, <laughs> it's fun. Well, I don't... You can get an Airbnb for cheap. Like, we stayed in uh, Nicholasville, which is, like, right in between Lexington and uh, Louisville. And that's basically where the bourbon trail is, so we were right in the center of it. There was a world of beer that was in there, like, right down the street from the Airbnb we stayed at. So we, the first night we were there, we just went there, went to World of Beer, drank, ate, and then hit the trails the next morning. But see, that's the thing is, that would be a me trip. Like, anytime I've done concerts or I've done big family vacations, I've always had to include my mom, which I didn't mind. But that one would be, like, strictly, hey, I'm going to Kentucky, I'm Me getting drunk. Friends. Yeah. yeah, we're we're getting drunk and, you know... Uh, I would do it with you again. Yeah. I sent like, you an invite, but send me an invite, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things of just like, you gotta do my it mom has never of... seen me drunk and she's you don't not anticipate about to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's not about to. I mean, that's the same thing. My mom's never seen me. Well, no, she's seen me hammered once, but that was also, I was like 15 and had a quinceanera after I chugged like, I didn't realize that they pass an entire glass of tequila around for people, for <laughs> each person to take a sip out of. What? So they handed it to me, and I literally chugged, like, the entire thing. I was the last person. <laughs> and there was, like, there, I mean, it was, like, this much. And I was, like, okay, cool. Like, take a sip of, you know, I finished the tequila. They were, like, you weren't supposed to finish the tequila. <laughs> so next thing you know, you know, I'm out in the front yard at the age of 15, like, 
trying to get my hands on these like really good Dominican sandwiches that these people ate. I mean, it was, it was one of my favorite things. I love going to quinceañeras, but drinking, like, I don't really drink much anymore. I used to a lot. But yeah, it's it's not a good look on anybody. It's not a good look on me because I I mean I'm already fat as is so. <laughs> extra extra. This makes bloated. me look like a look, makes me look like a slob. <laughs> well, my whole thing is you know I still. I find it impressive whenever people I can drink with, you know, we'll do shots and everything, and we don't wince. But there, there are those some drinks to where it's just like, ooh. And uh, oh uh, yeah, there's so uh, I mean there are some where it's like, like you have a shot of grappa, you're instantly going to be like, you're kind of kind of be flinch like, flinching a little bit. Yeah. Because that's I mean, I just, just like. I just feel like that's such a college thing, though, anymore is... Or college-aged group of... See who, you know, winces at this shot or this shot. And then whenever you... Not drink as long as I have, but as often as I did... It, it kind of just becomes numbed. Yeah, it, you're kind of, like, just drinking it like water at this point. Yeah. There's, su there's like, such a tolerance to, like, that... I mean, for me, it's like if I drink, you know... If I drink a shot, or I take a shot, like, straight, you know, I don't flinch, but, like, if it's something, like, really strong, then my stomach kind of, like, turns a little. Yeah. So, it's, uh... It's more of a reaction from my stomach than it is, like, my mouth. Yeah. Well, on another note, this is, uh, What the What, featuring myself, Matt, and my, uh, my, uh, chill roommate here, Manny. And our topic today... Before, <laughs> before we get any before, further into our alcoholism, into alcoholism our, our original topic was actually supposed to be our love lives, but we decided to get drunk and then start talking about our love lives, because I feel like if we were sober, we'd be a little too pathetic. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> I don't know. Whenever I get drunk and talk about love and stuff like it, that. It gets really, really deep. Yeah, it gets too deep, but whenever I'm drunk, I'm like, oh, here's some perspective I wouldn't have thought of, and now I'm okay I'm not happy with the results, but I'm okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, like, I mean, it's not like... We're not really, like, kind of shitting on each other about it. It's more like we kind of are talking about our love, you know, our love lives. We know a lot about each other, as is, but, yeah. you know, we, we talk more about our love lives and what we've experienced, and we try to give each other advice, you know, kind of seeing as what we kind of observe. So, it's not really any, like, malicious intent, so... Well, it's, it's just not... brutal honesty. It, it's just, yeah, we're just straightforward about it. Kind of just like, hey, like, either A, you screwed up, or B, you, uh, you know... You try you to put kinda, on the You kind of deserve the better, or yeah. you deserve better, kind of, in a sense. Like, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with... And if that's agreeable to people, then, you know, they can give us a like or not. If not, then... You know, still give us a like, because we, you know... We don't know what we're doing with we're, this. We don't really know what we're doing. We're just trying to see how this goes and, you know, see how if people enjoy it and go from there. These kinda... are the unforced conversations I think everybody has, but nobody wants any of, anyone else to hear. I concur to that 100%. Because, I mean, the whole thing behind podcasts and everything is just everybody's different perspectives, and I love that. But also, too... There's sometimes you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta be blunt about it. You gotta like, open you, up yourself yeah. to that because 
it, everybody... It's not the easiest thing, especially if you're someone who's, you know, kind of... If you have a little social anxiety, or if you have a fear of public speaking, but for someone like... Uh, like someone like me who's a little more introverted, it's it's kind of a little easier to do because it's not like it's like you're speaking in front of a crowd, but at the same time you're kind of still just having the casual conversation with your friends. Yeah. So it it where it kind of works out all in itself. Kind of helps to kind of get things off your chest. So that's why we kind of talk about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of bring it up. And you know nothing wrong with it. And for those who want to be on our show, you know, we'll gladly, you know, enjoy. We'll gladly take them on. We can talk to them about whatever they want to talk about, and you know, it'd be their topic of their choice. Yeah, I definitely will say one thing that has helped me kind of talk about this is I want to get into the live streaming, like video games and everything. But the <laughs> one thing I've learned is I can't ever just be myself. Not in a sense of. Oh, you know, I can't be loud or anything, but I don't have anybody to go off of. Like, the solo content creators, um, God, they're so good. They're so talented. Whereas with me, I just bounce ideas off each other. Or that's what we do. That's what we've been doing for, like, the past like, uh, four or five years. It's just bouncing ideas off each other. It's like if you ever watched uh, Rooster Teeth, uh, mm-hmm. Matt and Pat. It's kind of, like, similar to that. They just kind of talk about whatever. Yeah. They see. I mean, they got. I mean, I don't know if they're really still like famous anymore. But you know, um, back in my high school days, they were. I mean, that was the stuff I watched because it was hilarious. Yeah. Just you know, they they talked about whatever and kind of just had the humor, play video games, and they usually sucked at it, so it was kind of relatable because I'm not the greatest gamer out there, proven as of right now, considering <laughs> I'm getting killed in like every five directions. So. I'm not that far ahead of you. I'm like 200 points, but whatever. Oh, it's not. We... Wasn't we supposed to be talking about love? Yeah. Love life. <laughs> so, <laughs> I guess I guess what I'm asking is, is do we want to start with the failed attempts at it, or do we just kind of want to see our perspective of it now? I say we start kind of from like a generalization of it like you know what ideas kind of summed then, up from like what we've experienced yeah. versus how we perceive it and present it as like you know what we can do to kind of you know fix it or further make it better okay i'll start because <laughs> i have a really recent case right now you know this nobody else does i am crushing super hard over a girl right now mm-hmm. and the point or the problem is I have a lot of social anxiety, so the idea that I was able to talk to her today, I was flipping out, dude. I don't know if you saw it. I was sweating like a cow. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those things of, like, what's the worst that could happen? And everything in my head was going through. I'm like, oh, you know, she doesn't know me. She doesn't know all this. She doesn't remember me, blah, 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 blah. And then it was just one of those things of she saw me. She's, she recognized me. She acknowledged me. We both smiled at each other. We said hello, and then that was the end of it. That mm-hmm. was, like, to me, that could have been the best outcome. But then also, at the same time, it could have been the worst outcome. Yeah. And I was just like, it's just that easy. I'm just talking to people. But the whole time, I was like, <laughs> you know? Trying it, to, like, muster up the strength yeah, to talk to her. Like, hi! But it, Yeah. And I think that kind of stems from my past relationships 
of just the girl always made the first move. Mm-hmm. I think in a sense I need to get out of that because what I'm learning is people like confidence. I don't. Yeah, they they like the confidence, but they also like women. I feel I feel like women nowadays kind of want confident but not prideful is the kind of the yeah. idea I have in my head. Like stay yeah, stay humble about yourself, but also kind of you know. I know what I want. Assert like, hey, you know, I'm trying to prove that I'm the right man. Yeah. In a sense. Like, don't doubt yourself, but also don't be a pompous... Yeah, don't don't be a dick about it. Yeah. Because, you know, that's that's when it kind of screws them up. Because they, you know, they have the anticipation like, you know, oh, this is someone who's good for me. Yeah. And then they realize that this guy is a complete and total asshole. Right. So. I think that was a thing, because... Because, I mean, I was definitely the type of person, whenever I was uh, dating back in high school... Of, you know, they would make the first move, and I was like, that was that was my clue as to, um, oh, what am I trying to say? I guess it was my sign, quote unquote, that, you know, this could be a good person for me was if they go through with it. But then, also too, they could have been having the same mindset of, oh, they have to make the first move, and I was like, so. The amount of times that I've probably could have gone into relationships with, you know, amazing people was just me not taking that effort or taking that first step and waiting on them when they were waiting on me, too. Yeah. That was the one thing I learned. And that's kind of where I'm at with this situation. Kind of like, why didn't I take the chance? Yeah. When, you know, when I had it. But you also, it's like, if no one displays the sign of interest, then how do you really know, you know, when to go for it or... Who to go for because i i've been through the same thing where it's like you know i've met i've met someone come to find out like way down the road before like right when it's like too late that you know they're they were into me and actually liked me and i'm sitting here like why like when or yeah how or like why didn't you say anything they're like oh, we're waiting for you to for, make the first move and i'm like well I'm not going to make exactly make the first move if I don't see a sign. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, for example, that was like the whole uh, Taylor thing, mm-hmm. you know? Like, a- apparently everybody knew that... She had a thing for you. She had a thing for me, but I had no... I did not have the slightest clue. Yeah. Like, because every time she and I, you know, talked, it, she never really displayed, you know, that form of interest. Yeah. Well, that's with this whole situation. It's like, I feel like if we had met each other in college, if you know we had a class together or something, I would Kinda be more had a than way to get to know her over. Yeah, I'd be time. more than willing to talk to her. But this is one of those things of. It's like you ju- you kind of just like met her. Yeah, <laughs> you don't really like know. I don't know her motives and just the fact of, you know, it's a literal crush of like. God, I want to get to know this girl better. But yeah. also, at the same time, it's... I don't want to be that person of, you know, trying to, you know, get my friends to set me up with them, go on the first date, and then all of a sudden, it's... It don't work out. It's yeah. the worst thing that we could have done, you know. Like, I'm a firm believer in building stuff up, but also, too... You kind of Apparently, I just have to, to go for move. it. Yeah. You I mean, you have to... Kinda, yeah. I think at that point you just kind of got to shoot that shot. Like, yeah. You got to be like, hey, you know, 
Like, you seem cool, and... Coffee? Yeah, like, you seem cool. I'd definitely like to chat with you more. Like, how about, you know, we, ta we chat via Snapchat or yeah. whatever else, and, you know, maybe sometime we go get a coffee and... Or, like, go to City Lights Cafe and read a book and drink coffee. God, I love going to City Lights. Dude, have I ever told you, like, I'm, I'll get back on the topic in a minute, but I've actually gone there multiple times, like, just by myself. Like, it was one of those things of my mental health was getting bad. It's a nice place to kind of go yeah. to, like, de-stress because it's just nice and quiet. Yeah, I went there and, you know, I just got, like, a little sandwich. I uh, got myself... Um, yeah, coffee sandwich, and like a coffee. blueberry muffin, and yeah. it was just that quiet bookstore that you always see on the corner, like mm -hmm. in you know the stereotypical movies of city life and everything. And I was like, I never thought I'd be that person, but I actually enjoy that. Of just, it's just me, it's just the book I'm reading. It's like the solitude in public, where you're just kind of having the quiet space. Yeah, but then also too, kind of with. I won't say this specific crush, but in a lot of ways, I've kind of wanted that relationship of, you know, we could just go out and do that to where if one of us is stressed or, you know, one of us is kind of having a bad day, we don't have to spoil the ever-living crap out of each other. We just go to a cafe, we just, you know, de-stress ourselves, you know, read a book. Chat, whatever. Yeah, and then once we get home or something, then we really dig in and... You know, see if there's a problem that we can fix. Like, you know what I mean? Just. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's weird. It, because I think that's what I've told you before was, I don't crush on people a lot, but when I do, I'm like, it, they, there's something about them. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's I. kind of like a vibe that you get. Mm -hmm. Which. I mean, it, that happens naturally. Yeah. So I this, think those are the best kind of crushes, honestly. Yeah, I mean, because it's one of those things of, you know, whenever we did say hi to each other, we were both... Like, my mood went up instantly. Because she acknowledged me and was just like, oh, hey, I remember you. And then we just kind of went about our days. I was like, wow. I mean, you she just made me happy without trying. Like, I mean, she even just, like, recognized you just for a few seconds being like... Oh, hey, it's, you know... <laughs> yeah, so-and-so. It's the roommate. You yeah. Know? And like, I was just like, wow. It, it, But no, it just made me, un, like, weirdly happy that she just... Kind of acknowledged yeah. who you were. I was like, what? Kind of, like, more than, like, a... More in, than, in like... In a sense of, like, you know, like, I kind of get to know you in a sense. Yeah, like... like I kind of know who you are. I know who you are. Then maybe the next time we meet, we finally introduce each other to our or to each other, and then, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was actually chatting with her at lunch today, just briefly. Which, by the uh, way, for context, is one of his coworkers. Yeah, she is a coworker of mine. She's a cool cat. I kind of, I definitely approve of her. <laughs> this is the first relationship he would approve of me having with anybody. Yeah, like I'm we... very, uh, I'm very intuitive, and I pay attention to pretty much every single detail. And this is this probably is... the first person I could say, like, yeah, yeah, I see it. Because uh, I mean, we can admit, you know, the the past, uh, 
We won't that, mention names, yeah, but I've been in a... We won't mention names, but the past love interest kind of went down in flames. And it, it was kind of like a... It, was it changed like me. I was not happy so Kind of situation. It was an I told you so I needed. Because that was honestly the first time I've ever had something like that go on in my life of... And it's kind of, yeah, and yeah, it's just, just, like, consistent stress and, like, melancholy. Yeah. In a sense, like, it, it, it there was no, there wasn't really any, like, positive outcome, because it was always, you know, I mean, you were, you were kind of, you, you kind of bent over backwards a lot more than you should have, and yeah. you, you got taken advantage of for it. Yeah. Which is why it kind of screwed you up a lot. Because you were just like, you know, you, you just wanted the reciprocation or you wanted the attention. And I never got her, that, yeah. You never got that, you know, reassurance. Like, and, this was I mean, even I'm on a friendship level, if, too. Like, yeah. that was the bad thing. Like, I mean, if I if I don't get reassurance from someone, like, that I'm, you know, trying to invest myself or my time in, then, you know, I... Yeah, at that point, then what's the point in investing at that? Yeah. Because then I'm, I'm going to lose interest. I'm going to be like, well... If I'm trying to, you know, have conversation and get to know you and do all this stuff with you and, you know, all you reply is, you know, one-worded responses or... Like, I will say, like, I know leave, some people are like or that, something, Then... Or just leave me on red. Then, you know... We can move about our day, but... Yeah, like, I can, you know, at that, at that point, I'm like, all right, you're not interested. I'm not going to waste it, but if someone's going to keep playing, like, leading things on, being like, oh, yeah, you know... Like, I enjoy having all this, and they make it seem like it's more than what it actually is. Yeah. Then, you know, who's really in the right in that situation? Well, nobody really, because you're no, just kind of Because like... nobody was really benefiting from that. It's, oh, we're, we're third and fifth, cool. What? But, yeah. Cool. But, uh, we, I mean, at that point, like, no one's winning out of it, because you're, you know, you're trying to win that person's affection, and that person's just trying to win everything else from you There's, they don't want the attachment but they like the benefits they want of, they want the instant gratification yeah of you being around yeah of you being around because oh you buy them things or oh you take them on you take them to concerts or you treat them like a human yeah you, you treat the you you treat them that they have more than just some form of you know, monetary or physical value yeah it, like you value them as a being and they are like, well, since they do that, then I can kind of use that to my advantage. Which, by the way, we're not saying this, that everybody is like that. It's These are the experiences we've gone through. And, yeah. you know, it sucked. It sucks. Yeah, there's there's no, gen there's no like, specific people we're aiming at. It's just more of, like, a generalization of... This is what, what happened to us, and yeah. we're kind of stuck thinking like that, only because... It was so recent too. That's the, yeah. That's a bad thing. It happened so recently. I mean, I've note that I've been single for over three years. Um, I've been and what when did I part and like it's like half like by it's like yeah half three years for choice, me yeah kind of where like I kind of like. Because um, for me, I'm the type of person that's very specific in who I choose. Not that I'm picky or anything, but it's more so that, like... You gotta protect yourself, too. Yeah, I, like, I have a... I kind of have that shield, and... 
you know, I, I have to be able to vibe with someone mm-hmm. in order for me to show interest. Other than that, like, physical aspects don't bother me. Like, I'm I'm not shallow at all. And so I'm not I gonna... won't say I'm shallow, but the way I've always seen it was if I notice you kind of get off a certain cycle, whereas... So, it's like the whole depression thing. Um, you know, if I can notice that hey, you haven't showered properly in, like, two days or, you know, three days and, you know, normally you're, like, an everyday person, I'm either going to, A, ask you what's going on or, B, you know, just, like... Hey, shower. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, what's your hygiene? Because... Yeah, like, you stinking a little. Like, ever since I left um, my high school, my hygiene has got so much better, and I love it. Like... I know a lot of people will buy the uh, degree man or, you know what I mean? Just like random products yeah. that are tailored for men. But I just use the regular soap. Like the in the bag that you have right beside you, I have Method Men just because it has the sea salt uh, smell. But then I also have the well, Method I, I Body. I use like the natural. I use yeah. like the all natural stuff too. Yeah, I use and I, I also use the regular Method. Come to find body that wash. it's a lot more refreshing. Those aromatherapy oh, I feel great. soaps I feel are like so the best. Great. It definitely helps unwind. Like it helps you kind of de-stress a lot. But the other one I got was a cucumber. Oh uh, yeah. I love the smell of like fresh cucumber. Yeah, and as a body wash, I was like, let's give it a I shot. I love the flavor of fresh cucumber. Yeah. It's a cucumber with a little bit of salt. That's you know kind of the way to go. Yeah, and I mean, just like, even with my hair care, I stopped kind of caring about, you know, it has to have a man, and the, it's just, it's a good, if it's a good smell, and something I like, then I'm gonna do that. Like, why sexualize it? Like, you know, if it makes you smell good, and it makes you feel good, then then use it. And if it's good for you, and you don't break out in, like, any allergic reaction or whatnot, then, you know, use it. That's... And also, too, especially whenever, like, you're labels are especially whenever your girlfriends will be like hey you smell good or you smell like this and it's not a like a masculine scent you're just like oh you know you smell fresh yeah Yeah. because that's even what i'd much rather smell fresh than like old spice or yeah i can't i've never liked old spice i use old spice uh charcoal deodorant but that's like see i can't do that anymore because i well actually i used to use the sport one the but it was the white colored one, I guess. Uh, yeah, the antiperspirant. Yeah. Yeah, no, that stuff used to give me, like, rashes. But see, it was like, the gel one that burns. gave me rashes. Like, I use the I use the Old Spice uh, charcoal antiperspirant, and it actually works pretty well. Yeah. Um, I use really, ivory now as my deodorant. Ivory is not bad. It's one of those I, companies that, like... I have very like... complex skin, and I break out very easily. So I have to be very careful with what I use. So I have to use, like, all-natural stuff for... And somehow, like, the Old Spice uh, charcoal deodorants are actually, like, all-natural. And it works in my favor. Which Old Spice has only been known for, like, heavily chemically mixed stuff. Yeah. So it was kind of impressive that they had, you know, something that kind of used all-natural or... Yeah. You know, had some form of natural value to it and didn't have any, like, parabens or... Awesome. um, well, kind of going back to the whole smell thing and relationships, relationships I actually had, or I had dated somebody. The correlation. I'd, 
Well, the correlation behind that is... What Can't is... date someone if they don't smell good. <laughs> well, there's that, but what's the deal with, oh, this smells like you? I, I never understood that. Is that... Well, everybody has their own natural odor. Really? Yeah. Everybody gives off an o their own distinct scent. Huh. Like, you're, you're, the oils from your body, like, if you weren't to shower for a few days and you're natural, but you have a natural body odor, you can't smell it, but right. other people can, and it smells very specific. Like, it, no, you know, no two body odors smell the same. Weird. And that's kind of like, almost like you've, like, almost like pheromones, in a sense. Like, it, it was a way, like, our body odors were used primitively as a way to attract mates huh yeah so like you kind of like and some people have like sweeter smells where some people have more like sour smells and look at like for for example uh when my dad was when my dad was dying um the scent that he gave off was similar to that of uh ripe fruit really yeah and that actually now that you say that i have noticed that smell or not that specific smell but whenever somebody's about to pass there is a distinct it, it's a very like almost like a rotting scent like it, it's like really ripe aged fruit or something like something like kind of like that it's something dead or over time but, I mean, even naturally just in time, like, I mean, you know, one person can smell like onions, and the next person to you smells like strawberries. So, it, huh. yeah, everybody has a very, like, their own distinct uh, body scent. It's just when you, like, body washes, like, help actually kind of um, enforce that. So, like, there actually is scented body washes that are supposed to match the scent that you actually naturally give off. That's really cool. Yeah. Really, really interesting, but the reason why I kind of brought that up was with the whole relationships of like, oh, I just want something that smells like you, and I'm like, I, I okay, fine, we can do that, but... Um, well, a lot of time, uh, even then, when you have a lot of people, when, you know, they're married or together for a long time, they'll say, like, I enjoyed their scent. Yeah. And that's supposed to be proven as, like, you know, that's them finding their mate. Because, I mean, albeit, you know, as humans or mammals, I mean, we, you know, we breed with the intent of just mating for life. Right. So. But then we it, had to bring we, legality we had and to, all Yeah, that, we had know. to kind of, like, the only, the ways that we actually recognize each other before we were able to actually, like, communicate and talk we're by our other senses with sight, smell, touch, taste, all that. I mean, I don't think I don't think nowadays someone's just going to walk up to you and lick you, but you know, back then, I mean, you know, people are covered in fur. You go to back in like times of Neanderthals or even like way before that with the Australopithecus, you know. It was ways to greet each other, bonobos greet each other with sex, the same as you know other animals. Wait, wait hold on. What? Yeah. Bonobo apes, they greet each other through sex. So, now, and the and it's specifically through each other. Like they they know who's within their actual like packs or herds. Like I can't remember what exactly the terminology is for 
a pack of apes. But um, they, like, if they're with if they're within their society or their groups, they will breed each other through sex. What the? Why? Yeah. And they will recognize that through their scent. If they don't, like, if you don't have the scent as in their, like, within their uh, groups, like, they won't greet you through that sense. What? What? Yeah. What, what kind of hidden cult shit is that? I mean, that's just the life of a bonobo, in a sense. That's so weird. I have never heard that. Yeah. Bonobo apes. The, fun, the more you learn, I will. I will show you all the world of animal and Please human don't. biological facts. I don't. I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> I'm. I'm okay with just the monkeys. I mean, the lo the love life stuff. I mean, it, it's accurate. <clears throat> oh mean, God! Excuse me. I'm not saying you know humans are monkeys, but we are apes. I mean, we. It, it's proven we we have very, very close genomes to that of. Apes. One thing I actually and again we also on. share very similar genomes to that of bananas and fruit flies. So <laughs> we're bananas. I mean we're technically walking fruits, but I want to identify as banana. As banana, yeah, I'm allergic to myself. <laughs> you could be the fruit fly. Be the fruit fly. Yeah. Feel like happier than a fly on shit, right? But no, I guess the reason why I kept bringing that up was, so one of my exes. You know, she used to want my hoodie all the time. And it wasn't because it kept her warm. It was the or, scent. Yeah, and I was, was just like, like really? It was pleasing to her, in a sense. Like, was it a safety thing, or was it just like, this is mine? It's this an is... attraction thing. Okay. It, it's like the, the sense that, like, you're basically right there. Mm -hmm. Like, she was attracted to your, in a sense, your own pheromone. Yeah. I actually, fun fact, I actually still talk to her, but, like, it's very much in a friend sense only because she moved to another state, and then, you know, she joined uh, the military, and, you know, it's just, we were never able to be with each other in the sense of right here and now. Yeah. But it's one of those things of, you know, if I, I can, actually now that I'm thinking about it, if I were to give her, like, a hug or just be around her. Because one of the things that we used to do was whenever we'd get really close, we would just hold each other for a really long time. But then yeah. I would always rem I remember the smell of her. Like, her hair specifically. It was very, like, distinct. Yeah. And it was just one of those things of, like, you know, this is one of my close friends. This is, you know, somebody I had a relation with. Uh, it didn't work out, smell, but... If you were to smell that ex exact same scent, the first thing that would come into your mind would be her. Yeah. And I mean, and that's not say like that. That's not just saying it for the hell of it. That's actual fact. Like if you were, if you were per se like, in a room and she wasn't there or even like in the vicinity, and that distinct scent came in, you would instantaneously, instantaneously think, yeah, of her. You'd be like, you know, that smells like her. And I mean, pine and blueberries. Yeah. I mean, there are people who give various, dis like, distinct, like, scents. You'd be like, this person smells like pine trees, or this person's. Well, no, that's what I'm saying, like is, like, blueberry the smell pie. that I associated with is pine and blueberries. Yeah, so, she had, like, a sweet scent to her. So, if you were to, like, I mean, per se, you were just, like, go out in the woods or something, you're next to a pine tree and a blueberry bush. And then i just start crying. Yeah, you'd be like, <laughs> yeah, right, you'd be like, 
Oh yeah. damn! Like just start tearing up or something. You know, ah. like it reminds me of her. Like, and it's it's true. Yeah. Like that, it, it's accurate. But it's also one of those things of like, it. I don't know. I've I've had horrible strokes with luck, but even after things go south or things don't go the way I thought, they still are a part of my life to a degree, and that's been really healthy for me. Was it's. I'm kind of scared of rejection, which I, you know, everybody is. That's not the yeah. The I mean, problem reje- here. rejection it, sucks in general. Like, but it's the it's honesty, a part of life. and you know, we're a part of each other. And, and yeah, the one thing I can't stand is like how or how many times people are in such a bad situation and they say, "Oh, but the memories are there." But we've been through so much together. You can still leave them. That's yeah, your like, given right. If not all memories are great. No. And, it, like, they're not worth having. And it's, like, how some people say, but we've been through so much, I can't just, you know, separate from that. It's, like, why not? If it brought you so much misery, it's, like, but there were also good times, but which outweighed the other? You know, which genuinely made you happy as opposed to which broke you, you know? Yeah. And so with some of the, some of the people I know, I... We don't talk for the sake of my own mental health. And they even said, you know, oh, you know, I'm not the type of person to leave you. And I believe them. You know, if I were to call them up right now and put in the effort to get to know them again, you know, it'd be almost like we hit, we, nothing changed. Like, net, like yeah, like we but just kind of were talking like we were before. Yeah, but my mental health would just be like, dude, do you not remember yeah, it'd be any like, of red this? flag, red flag, kind of. Yeah, and it's not saying anything negative against them. It's just mentally I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's only so much you can endure before you're kind of like, you know, screw it. Yeah. I mean, for some, it's, you know, they'll endure a lot longer before it... I endured a whole year whenever I should have left after the first month, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, and I knew it from the first month, but I was... I was definitely in the mindset of, I can't give up on somebody. I've never been that person. But it wasn't so much I was giving up on them. It was I was letting them choose what they wanted when I was trying to basically take their place. Yeah. Um, And an easier way of saying that, I didn't want to control them. I knew what they were capable of. I knew how much of a better person they could be. But they wasn't willing to change themselves. Yeah. And it... Well, if they're not willing to make the change and make themselves better, then it's not your responsibility to really... See, and that that took me so long to be like... Because I used to think that, oh, you know, I gave up on them. Or, oh, they didn't change even though I tried my hardest to change them. And it was like, that wasn't your job. You can show them a good life. You can show them that not everybody out there is you know, abusive and just total trash on the face of this earth. But it's up to them to make that choice on whether or not they are going to change for themselves fully or they're just going to stick in that same lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, at that point, it's, you know, that's their decision to make. That's, like, you can only do so much to really help them, but if they're not willing to kind of if they're not willing to kind of see their own flaws or make the effort into making things better, then 
it, you can't really. There's not really much you, can't you can count it else as a do. Loss yeah, because you didn't lose anything. You just yeah, like if at all, like they're the only ones losing. You know. Yeah. They're they're kind of they're kind of ruining their chances for someone who actually is willing to help them. Or like even just as not, a not even sense. like do it for them, but more like just kind of, or like not hold their hand, but just kind of help guide them. Yeah. To make the right decisions, or because I mean these are the type themselves. of yeah these are the type of people who even said, oh I know I need to go to therapy, I knew I need medication, I know this and this, then then why why aren't you yeah like why like, aren't you why making are you that hurting change? yourself like this it like it huh, I don't know it just. Yeah, there, there was definitely not a lot of common sense behind that. It was... I, I think it was more like she just kind of wanted to vent and, you know, hear what she wanted to hear, but never actually, like, fess up to her own issues. Like, the one thing I hate, you know, I've never been the person, I don't like um, brutal honesty or anything like that. It's just, I would much rather show compassion and understanding before you have to do the whole brutal honesty thing. But it was one of those things of like, you know, I would try and, you know, just help her understand that, you know, life isn't terrible. You just got to get through these this dark season. You got to, you know, do these things for yourself. And, you know, eventually things are going to work out. You just have to keep pushing through it. But what I really wanted to say was like, girl, the reason why like, your life your sucks is your fault. You have been putting yourself in these situations, and you don't get out of them, because it's all you know. And so, it eventually became, like, this excuse of being like, as soon as I said, this is all you've known, so you don't know any better. They kind of took it and was like, yeah, I don't know any better, so it's okay for me to keep doing this. It's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. It's... It's you haven't. You, you had now any... know what's better, and you need to kind of. Yeah, I was saying you don't you, know you, any better because you legitimately have never been given an outside influence, as opposed to everything you've known your entire life, which apparently has been hell on top of hell. Yeah, like I, I had to grow up from a young age, and you know, part of me and. A lot of that I am grateful for because it's actually given me some pretty decent insight on people. And I can definitely I can definitely say that like people are are naturally going to look out for you know, they're going to look out for what's the most pleasing to them without trying to face consequences or any form of negative repercussion. So if and and they're not gonna like bat an eye towards the well-being of other people unless you're naturally a selfless person or altruistic and those people who are naturally selfless or altruistic are the ones who are kind of treated like garbage because those are the ones who are like hey I understand what you're going through and I'm willing to help but they just those people just think oh well you're you're just being pushy or you know, you're being obsessive. Yeah. When really it's just like, hey, I'm just kind of telling you to have common sense. Yeah. You know. That that's. I mean, I was like, uh, that one, that uh, one girl I was talking to from Waynesville. Oh yeah yeah. Yeah, where like 
she was going on like through depressive spells and I was trying to help her through it and then you know she tried to like she stood me up after we were supposed to go out on a date and you know I'd tell her like you know I, I I'm like ready to go out and then you know she stands me up the entire day so I said something and then she decides to say well oh well it was your fault that you know you were being so pushy and all and I was like, I wasn't being pushy or anything. It was more like, you know, I said, hey, do you want to go out? And you said, yes, let's do it. We'll plan it out. And we plan it out, and you stand me up. Like, that's where that's where I was annoyed. I mean, I stopped talking to her because I was like, if you're not going to, you know, realize the problem within yourself, then how are you going to expect anybody else? Or how are you going to expect anybody to actually, like, help you fix that? I definitely think, or one thing that I've actually learned from Will Smith, which is my best, or my favorite thing ever, was he was talking about happiness, and you're not supposed to make the other person happy. Your own happiness has to come from you. Yeah. Because imagine this, it's like, if you're trying to make the other person happy, it's, it's kind of like filling a glass when you can't get filled yourself. Yeah. And so, what he basically said with his wife was, you know, her happiness derives from her being happy. And my happiness derives from me being happy. But at the end of the day, if we can come together and be happy with each other, then that's even better than, you know, me trying to force her out of this mindset only to burn myself out. It's, if you don't fix yourself... Why do you think anybody else on a romantic level is going gonna, to? Yeah, like is going to do it for you. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I've been so scared to date or anything like that. Because, dude, I'm a mess. I've been a mess since I was like 14. No, actually, well, I've been a mess since I was like That's the difference between you and most people is that you actually like recognize the fact that you are a mess. And you actually go through the effort to try and change that. And that's the only reason why I've been, like, legitimately crushing so hard on this girl now. Because, for once, I feel like I'm in an okay state to be like, Hey, you know what? I kind of want to give this a chance. I want, you know, to be able to be with somebody and not have this constant fear of asking them, Hey, are you okay? Are you are you sure? Are you Because one thing a lot of people don't even realize, especially with men... Whenever they say, are you sure, a hundred times, like, in any given day, it's not so much of like, oh, you need to man up, you're so insecure. It's, we're so broken, we don't know what you're feeling. We're scared to hurt you because we've been told all you're good for is, you know, playing with my emotions and shit. Yeah. And it's like... Or just, like, just instant, you know, stimulation. Yeah, and... For me, I've been told multiple times, and you know, I don't think I deserved it. I don't know what they were thinking, but it was just like, oh, you know, you're toxic, you're this, this, and that. And I was like, I'm just telling you how I feel. I don't. Well, that's that's nowadays. Is you tell someone how you feel, and they instantly think it's you know drama. Yeah, the thing is drama, or that it's creepy, or something. And you're just like, no, I'm just trying to tell you straight up. Like, I'm trying to talk this issue out. Yeah. And you're just avoiding, you're, you're doing everything you can to avoid it. 
but really it needs to be like it needs to kind of be recognized and so that's kind of the reason why I've I've been kind of curious as to why I'm crushing so hard over this person because you know me I you know I will talk to people I will kind of um, entertain the idea for a week or so and then just be like I thought about it I can't do this anymore I'm letting you know before anything gets way too invested before anybody well, that's the respectable thing to do yeah but with I'm... this one it's like it's been well over a month now and I can't stop thinking about the positives because ordinarily I'm thinking about well, I mean, like you're, you're kind of just I mean you're keeping optimistic yeah like Which there's I nothing don't wrong do. with that yeah I mean, I the fact that you're kind of looking at things in an optimistic outlook and thinking, like, you know, things could go well is kind of a sign that, you know, there could be a very, like, there could be a very distinct form of mutualism with that. Yeah. You know, for, and the fact that, because not everybody is sitting there thinking, like, oh, wow, like, I look forward, you know, I'm very into this person, and I think, you know, I, like, if I talk to them, we can actually start dating, like... You know, not not many people really think about that. That's not really a subconscious thought to have. And I think that, you know, there is a very specific... Like, there is a very distinct, like, meaning of vibe. And I think there is the right person out there for people. And for all you know is that, you know, homegirl here could actually be that person. I won't person. say... Like, I won't say... I mean, say I'm not saying that, you know... She's, she's into because I don't yeah. know if she's a new or I don't know if she's the one. But it could be something that actually has that could be someone who has a very distinct meaning or impact on your life. And it could be romantically or it could be in a form of friendship. Yeah. Or just even in a form of mutualism. It's someone that, you know, she can talk to whenever she's stressed out. It's like, wow, there's somebody that There's is someone like that me. you can relate to not yeah. only on not only on like an emotional level, but also on an intellectual level and a physical level. Um, Imagine I accidentally send this to her and it's like, is this about me? What the hell is going on? Like, it's like, nah, I don't even have her on social or anything. I don't have her on social or anything either. Like, we well, just really, we really just chat <laughs> at, yeah, right. I probably should, because I do have coworkers of mine who are on my social media because they added me, which yeah. I'm usually cool about. I'm kind of weird about adding coworkers and stuff on my social media. I don't want you to see my dark side. Well, that and I also, like, sometimes I'm like, you know, it's not really their business to kind of see my personal life. Yeah. So. I just never cared if they add me. Like, my I mean, whole if they thing add is, me, I'll add them back, but yeah. usually, but a lot of times I'm not going to really go through the effort of adding them. It's like, oh, I'm going to look you up specifically. There's a couple people I'll do that for, but. Oh, they, yeah, there have been people who've done that, like, with me being like, oh. It's like, oh, do you have Facebook or Instagram yeah. or something like that? Oh, it's I like, found you. Oh, yeah. And then we do it right. Or, God, that's. <laughs> I know that so we do it right in front of each other. That's. I mean, I was like, my. Uh, <laughs> but you know, like, you add each other, you know. She told me to add her on Facebook because I showed her pictures of my dog. Oh. Because she was like, because I, I told her about how much I missed uh, Soul Flower. Yeah. Because Dude, Soul I, Flower is like the, the best Soul dog Flower ever. is so freaking cute. That so you gotta admit that that is the mo that is like the prettiest little dog out there. That's like a tiny dog that I would consider a rat, but is so smart I don't want to call her a rat. She's a freaking genius. Like the dog. I'm definitely is, one of those people to where it's so intelligent, but that is she's the most like affectionate animal out there. Like anything under sixty pounds and that isn't like three feet tall is a rat to me. You like Max? 
Gosh, Max. I love Max, though. He's a... Long-haired chihuahuas are amazing. Why are they not talked about? Well, he, he's not a long-haired chihuahua. He's pretty close. He's a papillon. Whatever they're he's called. A, he's actually a spaniel. What type of spaniel? Kind of... So, like, the fun part is that, so... Papillon... Well, we're, but we're outside love. So, papillon, fun little fact, is the French word for butterfly... And it's actually because they call them that because the tufts on their ears will actually represent butterfly wings. Okay. But not to mention that their personalities are very, like, outgoing and people-loving. That it kind of, they they called them, you know, the butterfly because it gave the people, it gave people a sense of happiness being so around them. So technically with our friend Annalisa, could we call her a papillon? Yeah, sure. We can call, well, I, I just make fun of her. I call her the Keebler elf, but, you know. She's Thanks. very small. She's a tiny human. She's small, but she's adorable. She has the biggest personality ever, and I'm just like, how the I hell? I haven't really hung out with her in a long time. I Dude, I saw her maybe, like... Last time I hung out with her was... Four or five months ago. But it, it was, again, it was one of those situations of, like, nothing changed. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, it was back in the time with, you know, with her, I mean... She kind of like fell off because that was when you know drama was going on and drama's always going on. And yeah, it was like people you know people were trying to pit other people against me for whatever reason, and I kind of like called them out on it. They weren't too happy about that, but yeah, we we kind of worked things out at the yeah. end. But you know, for, for a time it was very weird. It it was a very weird vibe, and it was like. It wasn't really stuff that I kind of did, because I never... I, I'm the type that doesn't really... Like, I don't like drama. I don't... You know... I don't want to deal with drama. I don't have a care for it. And I, I kind of just like to be the... I like to try to be kind of the happy-go-lucky. You know, for, I kind of like to just take things day by I've day. I've been through enough hell time. to where I don't yeah. see a point in being sad. Yeah, anymore. exactly. Like, I, I've been through hell and back, and I've... And, you know, I deal with it a lot, and I take it all with a grain of salt. And, you like, know. chemically speaking, I am sad boy all the time. Oh, yeah, but same. But mentally speaking, I don't want to do that. It's. I mean, I, chemically speaking, I'm basically, I have two separate person. well, more than, oh, more than man. two separate personalities. But, you know. <laughs> it was one to zero out of a hundred point game. God. Yeah. And we lost. Anyways, but yeah, no, it. I mean, that's like me. It's low-key. I'm suicidal, but also, too, it's... I have so many good things going for me. I I don't... See, I don't my, my thing is my brain fires at so many different levels that it actually will mess with me. It'll, like, I'll start off being like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm feeling, you know, up and going and ready to, you know, have a good time. And then the next moment, you know, I'm not able to leave bed because I'm just completely out of it and mentally drained and fried. Yeah. Because I'll, like, it fires in so many different ways that it's like I'm anxious one moment and the next moment I'm, you know, I'm slumped or I'm done. Mm-hmm. So, and that was actually, I had to deal with that at work today. I was literally, like, I was high energy at first and then afterwards I was, like, I was out of it and I was struggling because I was just, like, I, my brain was, like, fried. Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't, like, I can't function right now, and I'm, like, struggling right now to just deal with things. 
So I, I almost had a little bit of a meltdown. Which my, my, uh, luckily my coworkers and my manager were understanding. I was like, I need to like, just step out for like five, ten minutes. Yeah. Kind of get my breath and like, recollect myself. Cause I was like, cause they were like, oh, well, are you like depressed? Are you feeling depressed and all? And I'm like, it's not depressed. It's, I was like, think of it as like, you don't have the control over your mood. Yeah. And you can be like high energy one moment. And the next moment you're like down, you're just like completely down and out of it. That's and another reason why I'm scared to date. I don't want them to see me like that. I don't I want. I mean, that's the. I'm. I kind of agree to that. I. I am on a similar level with that. I mean, it's scary because. Like what you're like. What do they? What are they gonna think? Like, oh, this dude's you know a freaking maniac or something. It's like, oh well, like, you're bipolar. It's no, I have depression. Yeah. Oh well, you're just having a bad day. No, I have depression. Yeah, like they it's, can't. It, there's a lot well, of. They're like, oh well, it. you just gotta think of like everything's gonna be good in the end. You're like, well. Cool. Well, I can't that's do that. not exactly the case because I have no control over that. No. Like, I can't just, you know, think, like, things are going to be good in the end of the day because, you know, the the thought, like, the things going through my brain are, you know, more than just, oh, I'm feeling sad. It's, you know, where's my self-worth and, you know, why am I out of it like this and why can't I move or why can't yeah. I feel anything? Like, one problem I always had was... Like, it, it gives you, like, a form of detachment to your own I, I always did the spiral, if that makes sense, of, oh, I pissed her off once, so instantly we're going to break up. And I was never able to recover from that. Whereas, in the end, it was just like... It was just like a small altercation where... Yeah, it, it was, it was it literally was like, the most oh, you nothing could, thing. Yeah, you could have just easily fixed it just by chatting with it, and you're you like, oh just my been god. Like, Hey, are you mad at me about this whole? You well, know? that's like why I am. I'm big on reassurance. Mm -hmm. You know, I while I'm dating, I want to be told that I'm doing good or I'm doing PSA, a good job. Hype be your partner because, up. like, if I if I feel like I'm just putting in the work and I'm not getting any like, or I'm I'm not seeing any form of like excitement or happiness of it, I'm gonna think that you, like you're not happy. You're not happy, yeah. Or that you're not interested and. That's not what I want. That's that's no, my public service announcement yeah. is no matter what it is, no matter how small or how big it is, hype each other up. You absolutely have to be on that level to where you guys are like so supportive of each other. It's it's so yeah, good. You, you just help each other out. That's all you gotta do is. Because I mean, oh, you, you're you know he's feeling depressed. Well, you know sometimes all a man needs is to be held. And had their hand put their hair played with, and just I want to, somebody to and, rub my yeah, hair and listen God. to them vent. I mean, that's I don't like, even care if like like there's nothing they, wrong with that, you know. And that's and it's such like there's such a societal standard that it's like oh if you do that then you're you know you're the female in the relationship. Like no, no, like, you know who cares? Sometimes Let's have two females men, in a relationship. Yeah, all time we'll play with each other's hair. Who cares? All sometimes we need is a back rub and to be told hey. Like, you're you're doing good, or you're, you're okay, doing, or yeah, you're, like what's going on? Talk to me about it. Cause I mean, the one thing like, I, and they just sit there and listen. That's all they like. That's all we need sometimes. There's nothing wrong with that, and that's it's only human. That's you know, that that's just us trying to be able to confront our problems and having someone there that kind of gives us that stimulus, like almost like that motherly feeling, is you know one of the most reassuring things. You don't have to be mom, but 
you know, you can you can, you can still, still be loving. Yeah, you can still be affectionate and say like, "Hey, I'm here for you." Like, vent for me. You know, you can vent to me, or you can talk to me, and I'll try my best. You know, to help you. I mean, that was even like, like even if it's just like you know everything will be okay or all that or I understand or all that or even just being quiet and listening the entire time, that you know that that has a meaning. Too. That that's more meaning to than like any other thing out there because I mean what 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 do us guys do when we were kids, you know we were young and like feeling stressed out we went to our moms and our moms helped comfort us. I mean, dude, I freaking called my mom today because I was so stressed out because like I don't know if I told you. I this. called my mom yesterday. Dude, my paycheck for two weeks of work was three hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, I remember. I you. was so mad today. Because I was like, okay, I have a phone bill coming up. I have groceries coming up. I have, you know, live stuff coming up. I have all this stuff. That's not going to help me. And I called her, and we talked for like a half hour on the phone. And I was just like, hey, you know, I just need to vent. I need this. I, I, I just, I don't know what to do. And she just sat there and listened. I didn't need her to be like... Oh well, you know you have to budget this. Yeah. You have to. You uh, like know. you didn't need the lecture. You just needed someone to listen and be like, yeah. "Hey, I mean that that was yesterday when I. I mean you know you knew how I was tick, how ticked off I was after work. Yeah, that like, was I, call, I called my mom after I got off work and I you know I talked to her being like, "Hey, you know this is what happened at work today. I'm just out of it and like this is going on with my car and I'm you know I'm just kind of like I'm like yeah screw it at this point." And she, I mean, you know, she gave her thoughts. She was like, you know, well, may, just make sure, you know, they're not going to scam you or anything. Yeah. And make sure that, you know, just make sure that it's nothing too serious. And if it is, you know, we can, we'll try our best to help and all. And, you know, and I told her about, like, stuff and going on. She was like, well, and I mean, she gave some pretty decent advice. It was, you know, and, and it was stuff that made sense. I was like, you know, that's actually pretty valid point. And it wasn't, like, anything to toot my own horn, but she was like, you know, if they're giving you crap, you know, about other people's responsibilities or other people's, you know, mess-ups, that means they value you as, you know, someone that has a higher, you know, they value as someone who can take on those higher responsibilities. Yeah. Like, they, they value you as a pretty diligent worker. And so then I thought about it, and I was like, you know, that actually makes sense. I was like, I guess because I was like, I do work really hard at my job. I've been told by a lot of my coworkers that they want exclusive me to work with them. And I'm just like, I don't even do that much. And then they'll ask me, it's anytime I'm on a slow or lazy day, they'll ask me, it's like, hey, are you doing okay? Like, are you sick or are you, what's going on? And I was like, oh no, it's just really slow today. And they're just like, oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure because like. Normally, you're, like, moving at a 1,000 miles an hour, so we just want to make sure. I, mean, I was that, like, That's wait, exactly really? like today, where they were like, you know, everything's going to be okay, because they saw how flustered and how, like... Oh, behind you. And how, like, stressed out I was. Yeah. And just how anxious, because I, like, had to go in the back and just get my breath. And they were like, if you need the time... if They are like, if you need a few minutes to go, like, get some air, like, do that. Yeah. You know? Because they were like, you, they were like, we can tell it's kind of affecting you because you, you're just kind of like dragging your feet right now. Because I, I'm, I'm, I move like crazy. I mean, you saw how? I mean, you were there after, like near when I got off work. I had that one customer. 
Yeah, you got them out of there faster than your co-workers got us out of there. Not saying anything against them, but you were just like, boom, 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 done, gone. Yeah, it was just, it was a few questions. You know, asked them what they wanted. They told me what I wanted. I got what they wanted. I got it done. Got them out of there, and they were content. Yeah. It was, hey, how, like, what can I do for you, you know? Oh, well, I want this. You looking for, you know, this specific thickness? Yeah, kind of around there. Well, how does this one look? Yeah, that's good. All right. And, I mean, it's just like, you know, not everybody's going to be able to work on that same level. But also, too, one thing I've kind of learned is you and I get mad at each other a lot whenever we say, oh, we're tired or, oh, this hasn't been done. That's also because we're, like, physically exhausted. Well, like, for me, it's mentally. And, well, You're both. physically ex exhausted. I can see that. But with me, it's just mentally... Being inside my own head on a slow day is the worst thing oh, ever. Oh, no. Same thing here. So that's whenever it's like, you get mad at me because it's just like, oh, dude, I am really tired. And you're just like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but as for me, it's like, dude, I'm like, please help with the uh, dishes. I know you don't use them, but please help with the dishes. You know, it's, it's little things like that. Like, the dishes to me is a mental thing. The me saying I'm tired is a physical thing of like... You don't know what tired is, boy. You, you like, you know what I mean? Like, it's different oh, no, levels I, of that. I mean, I'm usually mentally drained, but it's not like, yeah, it's hard because I'm usually working, you know, fast pace, and I don't really have much time to kind of get into my head. And then when I, but when I do, it's you know, you know, I'm drained. That's why I'm usually drained on my off days. Is not only am I physically drained, but I'm out of it because I'm around people, you know, all the time yeah. and I just need the me time to recharge. And that's also like that's that kind of does have a factor on my love life too because I haven't, I just feel like I don't have the time to really get out there, much because you know I work and then I'm so tired that I don't want to have much interaction. I'm scared they're not as understanding as I know they probably will be. That yeah, that's kind of that's a very. Because for me, it's that's like, actually a pretty like good way of putting it. And like I, anytime I say, oh well, you know, I had a photo shoot recently and I'm needing to. Yeah, I need like peer I need, review. I, you know, I need peer review. I need to go edit the photos. I need to do this and this. You know, I'm sorry, I can't hang out tonight. And they're gonna be instead of them being like, "Well, what the hell? Why are you putting your work in front of me?" and all this stuff. They're actually like, "Oh, okay. I didn't know you were, you know, doing the photos like that." But yeah, no, take all the time you need. And I'm just like, "Wait, what? You, you wait, <laughs> you understand that I'm busy, and you're not mad about it? It's like." No, why would I be? And then, whenever they're busy, I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. But whenever we're together, it's the most calming thing, because, you know, there's no malice behind it. It's literally just, we were busy, now we're not busy. It, You know what I mean? It's, relationships take... Relationships take a lot of work. They take a lot of work and a lot and of stress, but they also don't. It's not like we're saying, oh, we don't have the time for you. It's more or less just like we don't have the time for ourselves. Yeah. And that's the big thing is if, like, if I if I feel like I can't dedicate 100% of my time, then it's nothing against the person saying I'm not willing to dedicate time for you. It's just that I can't afford to dedicate time for myself to be able to have the leisure of it. Yeah, it's like I want to be in a healthy relationship, but also, too, I'm like... Oh my gosh, I'm I'm tired. It's I have other things going on. Yeah, I don't like want I, you to ever think that 
you're not important to yeah, me. Yeah, like but it's also not too. The, the first thought in my mind is not, oh well, you know, I don't want anything to do or I don't want to talk to him. It's, I I just need I need rest. Yeah. <laughs> I I need to recollect myself, and kind of, you know, be able to kind of get my feet back on the ground, and. But I think that's kind of where in, just in my head, um, quote unquote normal people, you know, the ones who don't have like a severe mental disorder um everybody has you know signs of anxiety or depression or things like that but there i mean unless you have like a full diagnosis and you're unless you're medicated yeah unless you're medicated on the pill like i feel like they have a better grasp on relationships because they can well they they're able to kind of dedicate the time they know how to dedicate yeah there is it's not like being able to know how it's that they're able to dedicate themselves yeah because they don't have to focus on the self-care as much. Because I'm more worried about, like, they'll be like, oh, hey, babe, I can't make it to a date tonight, so can we reschedule it for, like, two days from now? Oh, yeah, sure. Where, for me, it's like, oh, God, what what's going on? Why can't yeah, we like, go? Why can't what, we do if this? If I reschedule, <laughs> like, what, yeah, like... I'm, I'm freaking the gonna, fuck out. Yeah, they're gonna, like, you're worried that they're gonna think, like, oh, well, he wants nothing to do with me, so I want nothing to do with him. It's like... And you, when it's really just, like, I... I am so busy. Yeah, I this, I can't. Yeah. I, and I'm and I'm very blunt about it too. That's why you know things with Homegirl in Tennessee like are going well because she's a busy person also. Yeah. But I mean, we kind of have a decent understanding. Like we're like, hey, we make we take the time out of our days to talk to each other as much as we can. But you know, we're not gonna stress out if you know they're not able to talk for hours. Yeah. And all that, as long as you know. As long as we just kind of check in, like, hey, yeah, we're alive, like, you know, <laughs> we're alive, everything's fine, we're just kind of slammed. <laughs> Do you still like me? Yes, okay. And then you move on. Because that's, I mean, that's what she's telling me she's worried about. She's like, I'm worried that you're not going to be into me because of this Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, you're more worried that she's not going to be into you, as yeah. opposed to the other way around. That's what I said. I was like, look, I was like, I'm not worried about the fact that I'm going to be into you because I'm not the type of person that's going to be shallow like that. I was it's, like, I'm more worried that you're not going to be into me because I have a very, I have a very complex personality and I'm a very, is. and I'm a very complex thinker. Yeah. I, I approach things not only like strategically, but I also like, I pay very close attention to things. And well, I mean, that was even like with my last um, interest, I'm not going to name names, but it was like, you know, there was a specific thing that they wanted as before the relationship started and it was one of those things of that's not who i am i don't i don't care for just i don't care for simplicity i care for the long term i care about the commitment you you care for kind of what's more for the future than you do more for like just the short term yeah it's fact it it, i mean and i'm like the whole buying dates I cannot stand whenever people are like, oh, yeah, I'll go on a date with you if you do this for me. Or, you know, if you go to a it's restaurant just like, and you leave me this. It's like, let's just go out and... It's like, hey, would you like to go out sometime? And then if they like, say... You're like, oh, I'll go out with you, you know, if you... Like, it depends if you take on how much... me here... Also, if, the tipping thing. Or I cannot go. stand that. It's, oh, I'll go on a date with you if you leave this much as a tip. And I'm like... What? I've never had someone do that for me. No, like, I've witnessed somebody before. else do that. That that's kind of shitty. Yeah, it sucked because it was like, wait. Well, I mean, I'd be kind of turned off if you know per se I went on a date and it depends on how big of a tip you leave. Yeah, I, 
like let's say I didn't have the money and to leave a tip or something and they just decide not to leave one I'd be kind of like offset like okay that's kind of shitty it's like why would that matter but I mean I would kind of relate because I mean I'm I'm not gonna say that you know I just intentionally not leave tips but there have been times I wasn't able to leave a tip because I couldn't afford it I wasn't yeah it was one of those things and it was just in a situation where you know I was already out and like it was just kind of like oh you know I'm getting something to eat on the way home or I just happened to meet someone up. You know, they wanted to go to a sit-down restaurant. You showed up. You had enough for your meal. And then you were like, oh, wait, taxes. Oh, wait, we've got appetizer. We're splitting the pitcher. And then all of a sudden you're like, shit, And then you're like, I shit, I realize I don't have the tip. Yeah, that, yeah. And at that point, that's kind of weird. That's the but, worst feeling ever. Yeah, and then you Because I've been bad. in the food industry. And, I, I, and I, I mean, I work in the food industry. Yeah, I even told people a hundred times. Like, I am so sorry. I couldn't leave a tip. I, you know, this came up. And I was I like, mean, and that hey, stuff's look fine. At, like, I, I even told them. It's like, hey. Don't worry about it. I believe you. But also, too, just, it's okay. Don't stress about it. Yeah, like, I mean, I'm not the type that's going to care about it, but I understand, you know, the low I understand the others who do, because I've known people. It's the people who intentionally say, I'm not leaving a tip. Yeah, no, fuck them. Those people, like, which I actually witnessed this with Putin. So, he, so, those (laughs) who don't know, Putin is a friend of, is a very dear friend of ours he's one of my closest friends and uh and so there was a situation he and i were actually out at a bar and the bartender was a friend of his and you know we're chatting you know getting beer and this guy comes in and you know he orders his drink and you know the bartender's kind of like okay sure and he goes how about a smile there Uh, and she was like ew ew yeah and she was like um excuse me like that what like what and he was like you know about a smile and she was like um no like i can do what i want and he was like well i guess you're not getting a tip tonight and then she was like well then you can leave my bar yep she was like then i'm not gonna serve you that's more power to them i love women like that and like and literally (laughs) like putin and i just applauded her we were like yes queen like well, that was one of my favorite yeah, things. Like, slay. Like, tell him how it is. Okay, so you And remember- then he, like, he apologized. He was like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How about we just start over? It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. And she's like, that's better. She was like, now what can I get you? That was actually one of my favorite things that ever happened with, uh... Um, so Jackie is one of my favorite bartenders. She's the owner of The Cut, you know, and, uh, Silva. Cut's and, one of my favorite spots. Dude, it is so good. It is amazing. And... I don't go from talking about love to, like, all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> was, but I love her so much, because there was one day, um, this band, local band, called uh, Bird in Hand. I love them. They're folk-style music. Um, I think it's a husband and wife duo. They're so amazing. I have to take pictures for them. And, you know, everybody was kind of just hanging around. They were performing a concert. And, um, you know, I was a part of, you know... It was independent stuff. I was I took their photos for them. I didn't ask for money in return. I wasn't like, hey, pay me and I'll give you these photos. It was just like, hey, here's a photo opportunity. Let me do this for you guys because you, I enjoy what you do. So, uh, the wife or the the female of the duo um, was making jokes with some of the, you know, some of the patrons in the bar, and I was like, yeah, that's kind of how you do it. You just 
if somebody makes a joke or something, just go with it. And, you know, she was doing the whole, well, $20 is $20 joke. You know, everybody did that in high school or whatever. And this one dude was like, oh, $20, huh? Is that it? You seem like a $40. And, you know, he was beyond drunk. I mean... He was just a drunken idiot. He was the type of person, if I were to, like, smack him across the face, he would start to sober up and then be like, oh, what the hell just happened? Like, yeah. it's one of those... He he was kind of borderline a piece of shit as a normal human being, but also, but also drunk enough just, to... It was drunk know. enough to where it just made him a piece of shit. Yeah, and so then, um, you know, Jackie, she overheard that. She came over and was like... Um, excuse me. Are you disrespecting my friend right there? And he just started laughing. He was like, <laughs> she thinks I'm disrespecting her. And he was like, well, you kind of are. Because she said the $20 is $20 joke like seven minutes ago. And you're still trying to act like you're hot shit. Like, it was one of those situations of, dude, the joke ended. Let's move forward. Yeah. And he just didn't. And so she was just like. You know, and I've, I've seen her do this before. She has those eyes of like, listen, I don't care what you do in my bar as long as you're not being disrespectful. But also, too, I'm kind of giving you about 20 minutes to get the fuck out. Like mm. those eyes. And I was just like, oh, yes, like, yep, I love you. Get real. I was <laughs> like, yes, I love you. World star. <laughs> oh, she would world star and not care. She would absolutely, like, she would kick somebody in the nuts just to, for them to open their mouth, shove a lime in there, and slap them across the face and make her, make them call her daddy. Like, she is that much of a badass. I yeah. love her. I've met her. <laughs> I know that was way too specific, no, but, like... No. What? Like, what? Did you not hear what, what I said? No, no, I, I'm kind of processing. No, like... <laughs> Well, I mean, I've met her before. I know exactly how badass she is. Yeah, but... She's the one who uh, introduced me to Sutler's. Really? Yep. Okay. She was the one who introduced me to Sutler's Gin because I was just like, what? Because I was like, gin and tonic. And she was like, well, what type of gin you like? I said, what gin you got? <laughs> or what gin do you recommend? And she was like, well, there's a really good one from North Carolina uh, distilled, you know, in Durham. And I said, which one is that? said Sutler called Sutler's I said I'll try it you know got a gin tonic I loved it I was like I was like this is so good because I mean I, I like gin that has a little bit more of a floral hint to it I can't get rather past... than the strong piney taste like that's why I go with a uh, Bombay Sapphire because to me that's like the perfect blend but also too I just I don't know Sutler's I mean, that's why I like it Buffalo's... doesn't sit right in my stomach that's the only reason why I don't it's like how it. I like Buffalo's Buffalo Trace more yeah. Because Buffalo Trace, I mean, is a decent blend, but it's a little more heavy on the emphasis of corn. So it has a little <laughs> bit more of kind of like that that sweeter, you know... Moonshininess? Yeah, moonshininess to it. That, like, it's strong, but it doesn't taste like just spicy rye and doesn't burn. It's so smooth. Did I actually... Okay. <laughs> Speaking of moonshine... Did I ever tell you how I was unintentionally a dick to a, uh, let's say a performer, a country music performer, on accident? 
I thought you were talking about, like performer as in like stripper, and I was gonna no, be like, wait, we're not. Talking I was gonna about be like, that. when was this? So what had happened was, um, Western Carolina was putting on a concert before a, I think it was homecoming football game. You know that in the lot. Yeah, um, in the lot, country star that they always. Yeah, and this guy named Matt Stillwell, uh, he was the one performing, and you know he's an alumni of Western. He. He's not the most known artist. Uh, I think on Facebook, last I checked, he had like eighty nine thousand likes or something, which is, which means you have a decent following, but you're, but you're not, not like, like famous. You're not a household name. Yeah, you're not like Luke Combs. God, or, I love that man. But anyways, um, I mean, I know people who are like tight with him. Yeah, and so the thing with uh, Matt was. He was performing, and, you know, I guess he was setting up a stage. He was doing all this and that. And I was talking to one of my uh, buddies, and they said, Matt Stilwell, who is that? I've never heard of him. It's like, and so I was kind of being a jerk about it because I was really tired, and I was, I just, I, I hated country for no reason. I wanted to hate country just for the sole purpose of hating country. Like, it was a meme to me at that point. And I started talking to him. I was like, oh, this guy, he's only known for this one song because uh, I'm from Robbinsville. So, you know, our famous moonshiner is Jim Tom. Um, you know, he lived like 10 minutes away from me, whatever. We say hi to him every day, yada, yada. And he had a song called Shine. And it was just, it's literally what it talks about is moonshine. And, you know, it was actually kind of a well-known song. And I was like... Yeah, he's he's whatever. He's just only really known because of this song called Shine. And Matt comes up behind us. Uh, me and my friend puts his arms. And this dude had the fucking strongest grip out of anybody who's ever given me like a side hug or anything like that. Puts his hands on her shoulders. And she's like, oh, well, hey, fellas. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Well, I was well, like, he caught me talking shit. I was like, oh, you're well today's the day i die <laughs> and i was like oh hey what's up man and i was just, it didn't process in my head i thought it was just you know some roadie or whatever and he's I mean, like hey like what's up fellas cousin fucker or anything like, and then he just walks away and he was just like eh whatever because like thanks for the feedback guys you guys suck like <laughs> yeah, he said that like, and then he's like, he was... like like he's just thinking like Fuck these assholes. No, I think he actually <laughs> said that. I think... I heard somebody say, fuck these guys or whatever. And then all of a sudden, he just turns around and he's like, hey, have a nice day. I was like, yeah, you too. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. <laughs> You're and then the my, guy who sings that. <laughs> and then my friend was even like, who the hell was that guy? I was like, that was the guy I was just talking about. Which, fun oh. fact, he's, he's shorter than I thought he was going to be. A he, lot of those country stars are. Yeah, he like, was... you'll realize like a lot of the country guys like Jay, like uh, Jason Aldean and all them. Like, yeah, Jason Aldean. They're pretty. They're he's pretty proportionate, short. but he's yeah, he's pretty short. Um, and so with especially him, he was like, uh, maybe five seven, five eight. Like I could look down at him, but it wasn't like a huge amount. But it was enough for me to be like. It was enough to be like, oh, oh you fucking short ass, basically. <laughs> And I was just, that's dwarf. the one time I've ever been disrespectful to somebody, you know, of, you know, popular or notoriety. And I was just like, oh God, I should never meet my childhood heroes. 
<laughs> I should never meet Liam Neeson. Because there's going to be one thing I'm going to say. You're going to be like, wow, this guy, this Irish You were Qui-Gon Jinn. And he's like, I don't want to be a part of Star Wars anymore. Yeah, he's Leave gonna, me alone. He's going to be like, oh, you were Qui-Gon Jinn. You get, why did you get killed so easily? <laughs> why are you a bitch? Yeah, like, why did you let Darth Maul kill you, of all people? <laughs> He's, he's just gonna be like, get, he's gonna be like, get the fuck out of my face, or I'm gonna go. Take I'm gonna, I'm gonna take in you is what's gonna. Yeah, happen. he's gonna be like, I'm. He's like, I'm gonna find you and I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna do it in the Kermit voice, which is, oh god, like, I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> Yay! Like, <laughs> I wonder if he does impressions. Uh, I mean, we're we talking that, about love. What is happening? <laughs> What have yeah, we devolved love, into? Love is uh, vocal impressions and making fun of country stars, apparently. I did that on accident. And talking okay. about alcoholism. And that's kind so. of the reason why I... I, I Well, I guess our topic is no longer about love. <laughs> this is just like how shit Well, I guess we could talk are. about it's how our love for multiple things. Not just love life for humans, but love life for just the small yeah. things like booze. And country music. But speaking of Luke Combs, I got to see him live in Atlanta. And I'll be honest, never thought I would like a country concert. That was probably one of the best shows I've ever been to in my life. Like, those people know how to party. Like, the last time I felt that much energy in a venue was when I went to go see Killswitch Engage in Asheville. And I was like, this is for a guy who sings about sad stuff. And then... Sad boy songs. But then whenever you heard all the rock influences and everything, I was like, this dude is amazing. And now Luke Combs is actually one of my favorite artists of all time. I'm like, holy crap. Well, him, Rascal Flatts and stuff, you know. Uh, Lone Star, people like that. I definitely get that. Because I wouldn't even classify him as, like, the pop country culture. He's... Radio country, but in the best way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, I gotta pee. So Have this fun. Is, this is our break. Yeah, I kind of gotta go pee too. <sighs> Just now, my decision is whether I want to pee off the balcony or go upstairs. Just go upstairs. That's a lot of steps. That's what twenty. It's a fucking workout. Huh? It's a workout. Twenty is in the double digits. 